Welcome to the Symphony Podcast. It's Monday morning, actually Monday morning, because we didn't get an episode recorded in time and we've both been super busy. So we're literally recording this Monday, June 14th, and we're going to be putting it out later today. Matthew, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. But now that you say that, it feels like there's an added pressure for uh, <laughs> for what we're talking about here. If we scrap this one, we don't have an episode this week. So, <laughs> yeah. And we missed you last week, man. Roddy was on the podcast. You were in travel mode. And, I know. Uh, we missed your I, takes. I enjoyed listening, though. I feel like Roddy dropped a lot of a lot of good knowledge on that one. It was good. Yeah. And, I mean, it, he just shared some stories about how we we built everything and and how a lot of it has just come from our collective network and random connections that were made just by us showing up in the world by doing what we truly love and gravitating towards that. And it brought the right people into our lives. So I think there's a lot of really cool messages that he, that he spoke about in that episode. Yeah. A bunch of stories I had not heard. So that was, that was fun for me as well. Um, well, welcome back. And today we've got, uh, the topic of this week is aligned with really like the core of what we're all about at the symphony in terms of growing in all directions not just being a specialist, but being uh, a broad generalist in all different areas of life. And basically today's show is you and me just going back and forth, uh, providing a little accountability to one another about what we're working on right now and why it even matters in the first place to improve yourself. Like that's kind of where we're going to start and just talk about how we've grown since being conscious of, I guess, the concept of personal growth, self-growth in the last five, 10 years, but then now what we're working on today. So uh, talk to me a little bit about why it even matters to be a better human being. Like, give me some. Yeah. Like why, why even try? I feel like I've, I've, I've been having these conversations with a lot of this, this topic has come up um, a lot actually recently in the past couple of months of just, you know, people dealing with these existential questions of like, what, what does everything even mean? Why does it matter? What's going on here? And if we can't even understand what's going on here, why even like strive to live like a meaningful or, you know, a, a life where you're, you're challenging yourself and striving for, for, you know, whatever you're striving for, challenging yourself, growing in some direction or another, learning all of that. Why even do it if, if all of this is seemingly meaningless and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think the conclusion that I kind of came to was because like the meaning of life is that we get to assign meaning to life and we get to live in this place where we can learn, we can strive for things, we can work on our relationships and try to learn new things every day and do things that we're not good at, but we're curious about and be bad at them, but then continue to make progress through that. Um, because not only does it make your life better, it, it, it creates more space in the world for that energy to exist. And so you take that with you everywhere that you go. And so when you're striving, when you're making progress, when you're, you know, congratulating yourself for making progress towards something. And when you're working hard every day and challenging yourself and trying new things, like you bring all of that with you to all of your interactions. And so you create more of that within the world. And then, you know, we've talked about that a bunch on this, on this show as well, about how like your, the external reality that you experience is really just a reflection of what's going on internally within, with inside yourself. Um, and so the more things that you can do to try to grow in these different directions, um, the like higher vibrational reality you're going to experience in your external life. So I think that's kind of how I would shape this topic, how it even came about. And, um, but just to speak about a few things that I've been working on personally, I'll, something physical first is obviously surfing. We've talked about that on the show before too. It's 
something that I started a, a little over a year ago. Um, and I mean, complete beginner, like did not know what I was doing, couldn't stand up on the board and just trying to make incremental progress at it, chip away consistently. And now it's like grown into something that I thoroughly enjoy. I can go out and catch waves consistently and have a blast with it. Whereas, you know, the very beginning I was struggling and frustrated and, and all of that. So I'm continuing to chip away at that. That's been a physical practice of mine. That's, that's, um, you know, me trying to grow in that direction. And I think it adds resilience. I think it brings, it brings humility because you do spend a lot of time getting pounded by waves, no matter how, how good you are, how much you've progressed. Um, and it just gives you an excuse to spend time in nature, which I ultimately think enhances my brain's functional capacity and my levels of happiness. And, um, so that's the physical one that I've been, you know, trying to expand upon. And then, um, sorry, this is kind of like a, a, I'm going off, but, um, I'll just say one more. Go off, dude. Go I'll off. Bounce it, I'll bounce it back to you. I'll, I'll talk about the, one of the mental things <laughs> that I've been working on too. Um, it's relational actually. So it's more, I've been wanting to basically communicate effectively within my relationships, like specifically with my partner, Tori, uh, who, you know, um, and just having those hard conversations and just not shying away from hard conversations because you don't want to deal with the conflict, but really like going towards them and showing up for it in a way that um, is going to promote growth and is not going to promote rigidity within the relationship. Because I think we in our relationship, we've experienced this, too, where like if you don't talk about things when they come up, they they sit inside you and then they they sit in there and whether you're conscious of it or not, like they're boiling and then some small thing will come up at a later point down the road and all of it will come out at once. And that's super unhealthy for a relationship. And it's, and then things are said that shouldn't be said. And, and it's just not a, a positive form of communication. But I realized that in myself of being like, I had a tendency to do that. Like I had a tendency to want to keep things inside and not want to risk conflict in the moment. And so I would just like keep my mouth shut or I wouldn't say things that I was really feeling just because I was like, I don't really want to like have this conversation right now. Whereas now it's been something that I'm really trying to practice having those conversations when they come up um, or when I'm thinking them and just trying, but having them in a positive, constructive way instead of a totally damaging and destructive way. And so I'm seeing a little bit of progress in that. We've been able to have some really solid communication through um, just, I mean, nothing major, but you know, things come up and, and. Yeah. So th those are yeah. two things right off the bat that I've kind of been trying to grow toward and um, expand upon. Yeah, I think if we spent this whole conversation talking about how we want to get better at surfing, road biking, you know, bouldering <laughs> and uh, podcast interviews, I think that would be lame. So I like where you're taking it in terms of the relationships is the, the first thing that comes to mind for me right now when I'm thinking about what I'm improving, how I'm trying to elevate in uh, different directions is, is my relationships. For many years, it's been all about me. It's like, you, where are you going to go to college? What are you going to do for your job and all this stuff? And, you know, I've gotten to a point now where I have built momentum and I don't feel like I'm jobless, an 18, 19 year old with no direction. And now I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm actually on the ride now. I'm on this journey. How can I really enjoy it and align the value which I, I really do value family and relationships, but my actions were out of alignment with that in my early 20s. So in the last, uh, even since I met Alondra, my partner now, she's opened my eyes to how I can not show up in the proper ways or 
just not show up in the ideal ways to the people in my life, my parents, my family. And just the other day, my parents were like, Kyle, you know, you really, um, you know, I was hanging out long at a family get together. And usually I'd be like rushing out the door to, to do me and just trying to uh, take a step back, I think, as I'm turning 27 here and really like balancing, yes, career, success, all these things are important. It's important to work hard, but what's even 10,000 times more important is, you know, your, your relationships. So um, that, I, I love that. And uh, a couple other things that I have on my list here. Um, and I think it makes sense to go back a little bit because we all, there's a quote, I forget what it says, but it's like, every man lives two lives. And the second one starts when he realizes he has just one. <laughs> so you get to this point in your life where you're like, like, man, what's the point of my life? What's all this? And then you realize it's short. For me, that was during college. I was like, oh, shoot, like college flew by. I'm now 22, 23 years old. How can I be a better human being? How can I accelerate my growth? And I bet you could go back to K-Hub Creative blog from like 2016, 2017. And I literally wrote a blog post on why I thought improving yourself was one of the core purposes in life. And ultimately, I still believe that. It's like, we don't know at this young age what we might be training for, how we might be improving ourselves. If we're saving money, we don't know what we're going to spend that money or where it's going to go in the future. If we're building momentum, we don't know where we're going to direct that in five, 10 years. But it is important to start building that momentum, not only in this external world of like building a business and supporting yourself financially, but also on a spiritual level of we're all souls. And if we come into this earth and we nurture those souls, when we go to the next life or whatever happens when we die, the soul is in a better place to be at a higher frequency to impact even more in a positive direction, whatever whatever reality or paradigm we end up in when we die. And so um, tying that back into your original take on the purpose of life, I think this is a deep topic. And uh, when when you do come to the conclusion that just improving yourself for the sake of it is just going to be a good thing. Um, it provides purpose where you, you might not have some to begin with, like why pedal a mountain bike up a hill? You know, you could just get an e-bike and ride up and then ride down, but you pedal up the hill because it's more satisfying coming down when you've earned it. So, um, yeah, great takes, Matthew. Appreciate yeah, it. And just like applying yourself to something, right? I think that that, cause that creates self-discipline, which ultimately creates freedom and meaning in your life and like something to put place value upon. And so, and I was actually having a conversation with someone I went to college with and he's about to launch a business and he was talking about how he's feeling a lot of anxiety of, around starting to be public about it and starting to post publicly about it and talk on social media about it just because he knows that, um, you know, how a lot of things are received within the social media world is very negative. And so, and then it made me think of this, this concept that I read about a long time ago, or maybe I just like heard it in a, like a lyric or a, or a book or something like that. But basically the idea that like, it's very easy to stand against everything. And I think social media kind of gives us a platform where we can literally just scroll through things all day, look at things, compare, uh, talk about how like it, it should be better or, you know, that this is like not what it could be or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You can bring it down in a hundred different ways, every single post that you see. And all you got to do is keep scrolling with your thumb, but it's very hard to stand for something. But, but that's where like the, the intrinsic motivation comes from is like actually putting yourself out there, standing for something, applying yourself to something, staying consistent and just like 
you know, standing up for what you're trying to build or what you're trying to create. And so, you know, I was thinking about that more from like a business standpoint and like with, with his social media example and, um, and just like the willingness to put yourself out there. But ultimately I just think it's kind of a negative, I don't know. Like, I just think we're, we're kind of like social media is great in a lot of ways, but it's done us a disservice that because it creates that environment of like comparison and, you know, feeling like you just spend all of your time tearing down other people's, other people's ideas or concepts or whatever it is. Um, but I think the real value stands in your ability to really stand up for something and like say your message, be unique, say what's on your mind, build something, create something, um, and just go from that place. You know, I feel like now I'm off on such a tangent. I forget what the, <laughs> what the original topic even was or why I even started telling this story. The social um, media aspect, I think it's like, it's a, it's a big uh, hiccup or roadblock for a lot of people. I think it's a, what you're saying is important. It's like easier almost to put a pen to paper when you're by yourself in your basement or your parents' house, but to actually like right. take that thing and have it fly is a different, you're dealing with other eyes and other, you know, yeah. for sure. But there's something about social media. You just expect that someone else's intentions are selfish and negative when they post you know like they they might have just like saved like you know save the trees up in british columbia or something and you're like well they're posting on social media so they must have an ulterior motive and they're all about themselves like no they might just want to save the trees (laughs) yeah and basically also just to say like whatever whatever um behaviors we're participating in like we create more of that in our in our experience. So like whether our thoughts are positive or whether they're negative, they're going to spiral in the direction that we're like consciously choosing to like move in whatever direction that is. And so I think social media kind of amplifies that. But if you're not standing for anything, like if you're standing for something and you're posting about it and you're driving home your message and staying consistent, like you don't have time to care about what other people are thinking or what they're Mm -hmm. saying about what you're doing because you are, you're on your path and you're like creating what you're doing and you're speaking about it and you're sharing it. And whereas if you're only bringing other people down, like that's all that your mind is being consumed by. And so then that's how you see the world. And it's like through this negative lens of, of like nothingness kind of, because it's easy to stand against and look at everything that everybody else is doing and bring up a million different reasons why it's not what it should be. But then you really got to look at yourself and and ask the question of like, okay, well, what am I doing? And like, who am I to bring down other people's ideas? Like what, when I'm not doing anything for myself, you know? And so, and that's why I think, you know, striving and trying to grow and trying to elevate your life is so important because it creates meaning for your life. And it literally creates something that you can assign value to and then live better for that purpose. And then, and that's what creates purpose. It's kind of like a funny, like catch 22 situation, but um, yeah, that's kind of how I would describe it. Yeah. That leads right into what my next point was, which is around how I'm trying to be more aware of how I'm allocating my mental energy. So if I start thinking to myself, for example, my car window got smashed by a crackhead the other day. And of course, like I can just think the rest of the day about how it's going to cost me five, 600 bucks, bunch of time and energy. And it's like in the middle of the, one of the busiest weeks that I've had in a while. And you just basically waste more time, more mental energy by thinking about something where it's like hard not to think about it almost. And that's kind of a surface level example. But even when it comes to 
what the stuff we put out. It's like, how much time and energy are we going to spend about what people think about this stuff? I try and do almost none. And what you're saying is absolutely true. Like last night I posted a, uh, an IGTV video about uh, cutting down those trees up in Ferry Creek. And I posted it and I just like had other stuff going on. And so I just went to bed and uh, literally didn't even check if anyone liked it or if anyone shared it or anything like that until this morning. And I think that's just kind of a testament to like, look, I, I want to know if people are liking the post and if it's interesting to others or if Instagram's algorithms are favoring it or not. But I was literally just so busy that I didn't have the time. And, uh, and it's like, how can we replicate that and not spend the extra time on the things that don't require the extra time, I guess, if you will, like it, it, uh, time in, in our energy and attention is the most important thing we have. So I'm trying to be like super minute and aware of if I'm going down a bad mental spiral in mm-hmm. any different place in my life. Trying and try to-, to correct that like pretty much immediately because you can. And that's something that also I think I've, I've learned um, by conscious endeavor also, like by trying to learn that, by seeing, by trying to um, understand the power of meditation and the, and the ability to either associate or disassociate with certain thoughts as they come up and, and whether to act on certain thoughts or whether not to. And, and just understanding the fact that like thoughts can be random and you can just like brush them aside as quickly as they came up. And I think so exactly to what you're saying, it's like, that's something that I've been trying to improve upon too, is like when I realize these negative thought patterns coming up in my mind, just being able to shut them off immediately, you know, or just being able to, to choose to focus on something else or choose to focus on gratitude or, uh, Marcus Aurelius has a really good quote too. I feel like Ryan Holiday being like the Stoics of Marcus Aurelius, but Marcus Aurelius, the emperor of Rome way back in like 300 BC or whenever it was, um, said something about like, whenever he found himself in negative thought patterns, he would always picture people that he loved or friends of his doing virtuous deeds, like just remembering them doing something that was, that was like positive or that they thought was like cool or inspiring. And I thought that that was a really, really cool concept. And that's been like a positive way for me to get myself out of negative thought loop. Sometimes is like thinking about my friends in like, in the context of them, just like being the person that they are and like being the reason why they are like my friend and why I care about them so much. And like, and pointing to something and like thinking about something that they have done that has made like an impact on me. And then like immediately you're in a better mood. And I, and you're thinking about positive things. And I think gratitude is the same, is, works the same way. You know, it's like, if you find yourself in a negative state of mind, take a walk outside and, and, and try to reframe, like think about five things that you are grateful for in your life that you're maybe neglecting in this negative mindset right now. Um, and then focus on those things and realizing the power and the strength that really comes from that. And then even really realizing your own power that you have the ability to control that by your, by basically deciding whatever you want to put your mind onto. Um, and that's super empowering and can lead to a lot of growth. At least it has for me. And I would love if, and I think that it can for a lot of people, but just because I think that's how the brain works, you know, and we've talked about that before too. It's like how the brain is a pattern seeking mechanism. And so it's just going to reaffirm at whatever you're feeding it consistently. And, um, I think that that can help mm-hmm. a lot of people. Something that I'm also just aware of is that when you are consuming podcasts, books, different sources of information all the time, it's like you feel inspired. And there's this nice take that Ryan Holiday or somebody shared that really resonated with you. But the harder part of it is actually applying that to your own life. Um, 
and there was a it was Duncan Trussell was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he basically he's kind of like a Buddhist. He studies um, a lot of Eastern traditions, and he said next time you just want to give yourself a break, like tell yourself for the next thirty minutes you're going to live under the impression that you are in the perfect place and that everything is all good, and you're not going to second guess who you're dating or what car you have or whether you did well on a project, like just literally you're in the perfect place. Everything's fine. And trying to cultivate like that kind of like mindset is something that I'm trying to, trying to do. So when I hear Duncan kind of articulated in that way, it allows me to apply what I was already working on in a, in a more straightforward way, if that makes sense. So I just think being aware of like how we apply the lessons that we learn is a huge part of it like how we're integrating it too. And, and I think to what you just said too, like what you want is always constantly updating too, right? Because you're like learning more, you're living, you're getting new experiences. And so as that's happening, your perception of what you want for your life is constantly updating too. So I like that concept. I think Chase Jarvis also posted about that this morning of being like, don't forget to like look around and, and realize that what you have right now might be exactly what you were asking for. Like, a year ago or like six months ago even so like just because you don't it's like this incremental i don't want to call it a battle because it shouldn't be a battle it's more of like a dance i suppose but like it's an incremental progressive dance where you're you're getting new information and perceptualizing it out into the world in a way that like you know is what you want or like what you think that you want or where you want your life to go but it's also important to be exactly where you are and do exactly what you just said of be like, imagine that this, you know, you are here, you are alive, you are surrounded by people that you love, you do, you know, whatever situation that you are in, you can point to something that you're grateful for. And, and um, in some way, you probably have something that you wanted at some point. And so like, try to find and focus on those things as well, instead of always just focusing on the things that you don't have and that you wish that you did. 100% man I'm not trying to be negative Nancy over here but I really messed up my index finger on my right hand and so as as we've been talking and thinking about like how are we improving like some of the things at the top of my list are bouldering uh, you know editing these things are like directly impacted by this injury that I had so I guess it's just a the point being is you never know when something is going to come in between you and one of your goals or one of your favorite activities or something like that and so instead of wallowing in it like how can i just what i'm trying to focus on is like okay the the fingers hurt like i gotta stay in shape in other ways i can still Mm -hmm. bike i can still do these other things even though i was stoked about the improvements i was making at the bouldering gym wanted to keep doing that um yeah i just think kind of rolling with the punches is another big thing when it comes to growth and connecting that to what you just said about how your your goals your desires change so letting go of something that you desired at 22 23 or even it might be the same desire reformulated in your current understanding um, and just not being too attached to stuff that doesn't serve us anymore. I think that's Yeah. Well, and for you, like with the, with the finger thing and not being able to climb right now, it's like, you're right. Let's like go towards things that will still keep you in shape. But I also think there's ways to like keep that focus in your mind and, and like exercise in other ways that will actually probably improve your bouldering ability, even though it's not direct hands-on bouldering, technique and practice like there are things that you can do to strengthen other parts of your body or like other parts of your mind that will ultimately transfer over to bouldering when you get back to it too so i think that's also a cool little perspective shift or way to think about it that might help a little bit too 
Heck yeah, man. Well, I'm glad. I think this conversation is an example of like how important having a conversation like this is with a friend. Because if I was just like thinking to myself, oh, I want to be a better person. I want to keep improving. I wouldn't have written down on note cards here and actually articulated verbally what I'm trying to do, how I've grown and where I'm trying to go. So just putting that into reality, I think, uh, helps us and moves us in the right direction. So I encourage anybody who is interested in sharing their goals, if it's not with us, hit someone up in your life, ask them what they're working on, um, how they've grown in the last couple of years. And maybe you might find something that you didn't even know you could work on. That's a good question to ask. Like we could ask each other right now, real fast. Like what's something that you think I could work on and vice versa. You go first, see if there's anything. Oh, wow. You're just going to put me on the spot like that. Yeah, dude, let's go. Um, ooh, Getting these well, podcasts edited in time. I was about that? to say, I feel like I could give us like a, a group one that we like we collectively could be better. Yeah. I feel like that's less harsh for the moment. But <laughs> all right. I feel like there are, I mean, we are just like basically a two man operation in terms of like all the hands on like editing and post production stuff and like all that stuff. So I feel like there's so many times where like things get said. And we're like, oh, yeah, like, I'll jump on that right now. And then yeah. it just like things get, you know, left or forgotten or like whatever. But and it makes total sense because like we both have so much stuff going on and, and other things to take care of. And and we're we're doing the best we can. But like, I think the organizational structure of, of everything that we got going on um, is solid. But like, you know, I think we could both agree that like we could for sure get a little bit more dialed in with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, we use the Trello project management software for a little while and that I, I messed that up yeah i mean i i was the one who stopped doing <laughs> that so that one's on me <laughs> well anyways bro i'm all ears if you got any too no dude um no we're doing we're working on a couple different things outside of here and uh no i wasn't i wasn't using this as an opportunity to criticize you or, Roast or something me. like that but i will say <laughs> Like if, if uh, like we collaborate sometimes on the show notes and it's nice to know like, oh, like uh, if I wrote something, then you're like, no, 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 we should write it this way. It's a little bit better. Like I have no ego involved. There's no like, oh, sweet. Yeah, it's a good, good call. Good point. Almost every yeah. time. Like, I don't, I don't. And vice versa. Arguing. Yeah. Vice versa too. It's happened plenty of times the other way as well. So I think we're both well, just trying to like improve each other, sharpen each other up, you know? I hope so, dude. Yeah, being in your orbit definitely elevates me because I'm like, oh man, he's he's up at five a.m. getting after. <laughs> I think about it most mornings. I wake up at seven thirty. <laughs> the day's already right. begun. Yes, sir. Well, Matthew, till next time. Um, we're gonna be back next Monday, and maybe have a clubhouse call this week. Is that something we're gonna do this week or next? But uh, we do <sighs> we have an ex- we have we have an exciting guest for next week, though. That's right. That's right. Um, Stay tuned on that one. Yeah, we have an exciting guest for next week's show who started a really cool company um, in the wellness space. So we're excited to talk to her. Heck yeah. Love having the guests on. It's always fun. Yeah. All right. We're at thesymphonyco.com and on the Instagram at thesymphonyco. Hit us up. Let us know what you think and what you're working on. Till next time, we're out of here.